welcome to episode 15 of the Bagels and Locks podcast with David Santola. My name is Chase Fedorsky. Big football week. We got games on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday for the second week in a row. Bowl games start this week uh, in earnest. Dave, I believe the Deeks are playing tomorrow? Week 16. This is week 16 of the podcast. Week 15 of the podcast because we skipped the week. Always one step ahead of you, Dave. But no, I... I still think it's week 16, but it's NFL yes, week the, 16, but it's week 15 of the podcast. The demon Deacons do play tomorrow. Um, I'm not really looking forward to it. Who are you guys playing? We play Missouri. Oh, that'll be an interesting game. Um, I don't really have much commentary on it. Uh, last week I was three and two. Uh, the Panthers uh, kicked the sh- or got the shit kicked out of them by the Steelers. Uh, Mitch Trubisky coming out of nowhere. Jags beat the Cowboys, so Cowboys minus three and a half didn't hit. But uh, I think we all have those teams that if you lose your bet because they lose, you're all for it. Cowboys are one of those teams for me. Bengals minus three and a half. Uh, that hit against the Bucks. Brady turned it over four consecutive drives. Lions plus one and a half versus Jets. Zach Wilson came up close, but no cigar. And Giants won outright, covered plus four and a half versus the Commanders. Three and two week, 28, 36, and one on the year. Uh, two and two week for me, which anybody who's been uh, listening to this podcast knows is, is actually pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, when you start as slow as I did, being uh, being 500 on the week means that you stay as a uh, 33% winning percentage on the year. Um, my five games, I pushed in that Tennessee game. Um, Bengals covered, as Chase mentioned. Um, Lions covered, but the over did not hit despite only being 44 points. Um, and the over did not hit in the Eagles bears game either. So two and two. Okay. Fun week for football. Uh, we have a return guest, uh, is the first time, first and only time David banned somebody. And as a result, uh, the first and only time David has allowed somebody back on the podcast. Uh, Dave, do you want to elaborate on that or should I just introduce the guest? No, no, I I would like to elaborate because the, the listeners need to know that this is a, a podcast of rules and uh, you know, that we're not, we're not just saying things that we don't mean. So yes, James was banned from the podcast. Uh, it was supposed to be a year long ban, but since then he's been really well behaved. When I talk to him, he only talks to me about football. None of this basketball stuff, unless it's part of our basketball segment. Um, so I thought, you know, he is, he's a good knowledgeable football guy. So I thought we could give him a second chance and let him come on tonight. James, how are we feeling? Wow. Thank you. Uh, I feel honored, honestly. I didn't think this was going to happen for a long time. I'm just grateful that you guys are giving me another chance. And honestly, I feel like second go rounds. I feel more comfortable here. I feel like I'm back at home. You know, holidays coming up. I feel like I'm in my my living room, uh, just chilling. So let, let's get into it. I, I got I got all NFL picks. I'm, I went two. Two and three, I think I had a bad beat. Oh, well, can I talk about my beat for sure. the basketball game goes? Absolutely so like, not. You cannot talk oh, about, your basketball about basketball beat on this no. podcast. Oh, okay. I got a terrible beat on the Kings game and on the Clippers game. The Kings covered on a last second three that was meaningless. I would have been three and two, but I finished my week two and we, three. We said, we said don't talk about it, and you're just talking we're, about we're, it. We're doing history right now. It's okay. Um, I'm looking to go three and two. That's my goal this week. Yeah, Look, I know, I know that you have a basketball pick on that fucking slate. I absolutely know you do. Change it out for something else. I'm well, the serious, good, James. The good I'm thing serious. Is, I will kick you out of this Zoom right now. 
and the thing James has going for him is compared to our guests in the past couple of weeks, um, he's not zooted and he's not taking it from a New York City taxicab. So, you know, by proxy of just like sitting down in front of a computer, you're one of our better guests we've had in the past month. Thank you. I appreciate that. Chase Kessler. Did, did, um, we, did we ban Anthony or Devin for being under the influence of substances and or being in a, a moving vehicle? Because I think uh, those are ban worthy. No, please. We can't ban anybody on this podcast from recording under the uh, substances. You okay, wouldn't have a, you, you wouldn't have a co-host. Yeah. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just, right, being, let's get I'm the just being honest. Um, all right, I'll go with my first pick of the week. Um, I'm going to go – You want me to, I'll go lock of the week, first pick. Uh, I'm going mm. Bengals minus three versus the Patriots. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, after last week's debacle, Belichick will have them coached up, this and that, this and that. Uh, this Patriots team just isn't good. Um, that's ultimately what it comes down to in my mind. And the Bengals didn't look great in the first half, but I think this – we know the offense is great. Anybody who casually watches football, you hear the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. These are upper echelon guys. The D, though, is really hunkered down again. Forced the Bucs into four consecutive turnovers last week. I think the Pats' D, um, again, didn't look too spectacular, in my opinion, against a Matt Raiders offense. I think the Bengals' offense comes out firing. Uh, and ultimately, at the end of the day, I, I just think right now, Belichick is even non committal about Mac Jones starting. Uh, might be Bailey Zappi, which in my mind, great. Bailey Zappi had a really good one-week flash in the pan, but then we saw what happened when teams could prepare for him. Um, I think the Bengals are going to kick the shit out of the Patriots. Uh, Chase, this was my lock as well. I hope Santola is not on this as well because I'm going to have to change it. But I'm just – I'm on the Bengals all the way, minus three. That's a that's a season-ending loss in week 15 that the Patriots had. They have a little bit to play for. They're on the outside looking in. Um, that just doesn't happen to Belichick teams though. That's really like a surprise. This is not the Patriots that we grew up with. This is a different team. They are just another team. I think the Bengals are one, probably the third best team in the AFC. I like their chances against anybody. I think they really give it to the Pats this week. Um, and just, just a note on the Patriots. I think that at this point, Belichick is just going for all-time wins record. I think that's all that's on his mind. I think he can probably squeak out. Seven, eight wins a year, three, four years, and he'll 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 be the best coach ever on, on across all categories. And in in a roundabout way to me, if they finish nine and eight last year and finish ten and seven last year, this might be in my mind some of his best coaching because he's essentially willing teams above five hundred with a non-functioning offense. Yeah, he, he's just a coach who will never win. He'll never have a four-win season. It will just never happen. Like he's too good. But you know, he spent a lot of money on these guys who stink. They have no weapons. Ramondre Stevenson's solid, but like Mac Jones took a massive step back, in my opinion. I think he's looking like a backup, like a good backup at this point. So I love the Bengals. I think that Burrow and Chase really give it to them. Um, yeah, Bengals minus three on the road. I I not taking this pick, but I agree with you guys. Bengals might be might be the best team in football. I don't want to say this is a rat line because it's it's uh, it's in New England. Um, and, and this is a good defense, but it's sort of approaching rat line territory. If I was going to bet it, and I, I probably will, uh, I'll bet on, on Joe Burrow. You also can't use the, oh, team such and such can't play in the cold because it's cold as shit in Cincinnati right now. Yeah. I, I thank you for saying that because that's a really good segue to, to, to my next pick. Um, 
you guys when you remember when when everything shut down in March 2020 and there was a pandemic and like all of a sudden there was no sports to bet on and it was like what are we going to do what are we going to watch where am i going to spend my money and then some some people came out with that thing called bet the weather and it was like bet over or under the average temperature for the day i I, of- I don't remember that it sounds like no, you're, you're, problem, you're, but you're in deep you weren't just betting Japanese horse racing like the rest of us? No, no. This was this, I never bet the weather, I'll admit. But there were people out there that didn't they couldn't just bet on like Madden simulations and Korean baseball like the rest of us. They wanted to bet the weather. Um so Korean anyway, baseball was sick. Korean baseball was sick. The, the the Lote Giants, those guys, I need to get a hat or something. That was fun. Anyway, I digress. That's what I'm doing this week. I'm betting the weather because in case you don't know, listeners, um, weather's going to suck across the Northeast for like three or four days, like winter storms, brutal rain, cold wind. It's just going to be shitty, which is unfortunate for us who live here, but fortunate for us that are looking to capitalize and make some money off of God's plan. So I'm going to bet the weather this week and I'm going to start betting the weather uh, tonight. We're supposed to get an absolute torrential downpour. I'm looking out my window right now. It hasn't come yet. It's 7, 12 p.m., um, but it's coming. The weatherman assured me. So I'm taking Jets minus two and a half at home against the Jags. Um, shitty weather plays right into the Jets' hands. They're going to run the ball tonight. Uh, the Jags have a terrible, terrible run defense, um, and the Jets like to run the ball anyway. And I think the rain should make it really hard for uh, – for, for Lawrence and Jaguars passing attack, which has been on fire to, to really get anything going tonight. So I like the Jets minus two and a half. I have no feel for the line in this game. Uh, Sauce Gardner just got named an all pro. I don't think Zay Jones does what he does last week for the Jaguars. Uh, it's funny. Al Michaels, when he took the Amazon job, was lamenting that he had to call this game. Um, and there's actually like real playoff stakes for this game. Crazy enough. Like if the Jags keep winning, they – I think at this point with Tannehill out for the year, we'll end up winning the division as crazy as it is. They have a big um, week 17 game. Last week, they played the Titans. That could be a, you know, win. Correct. Or, yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. Um, so, yeah, Al, shove it. Uh, my question is, and I'll open this up to the floor because I want it on tape based on everyone's response. David and I are on opposite ends of the fantasy playoffs. So, despite our normal uh, combatantship, we are rooting for one another this week so we can keep the championship in the American League no matter what happens. Um, so I need to pick one of these four players to start this week. Standard League in my flex. Bam Knight playing tonight, Latavius Murray, Deontay Foreman, or Lenny Fournette. Right now, I'm leaning Bam Knight because the weather's going to be bad, and I think the Jets have to run the ball against the Jaguars' meh run defense and with Zach Wilson. Uh, Latavius hasn't practiced the post the past two days. Lenny's just been inconsistent. And Dave, you mentioned you have to start Chuba Hubbard. I, to be honest with you, he's looked much, much better than form in the past two, three weeks. So I agree with your assessment hundred percent. Start back. Remember you're rooting for me. This is not like uh, I'm trying to no, get not, this is not sabotage. Start bam. Can I be honest? I don't know who bam. You don't know Zonovan Knight. No. I don't. Oh, you got to watch more football. All right. I mean, next, yeah. All right. All right. Second I pick. The, I don't watch the Jets or the Jaguars, especially when Zach Wilson's playing. All right. Second pick then. I'm going to keep it close to home. Giants, Vikings under 47 and a half. Ooh. Um, look, the Vikings offense came alive in the second half last week, but that was the flukiest game and flukiest half football probably ever. Um, Giants run. Giants defense looked really good. 
I could see them forcing Kirk Cousins to one or two dumb turnovers. Um, I see this being a close game one way or the other, but I see it being like a 20 to 17, maybe like a 24, 20 close game, kind of like ugly grinded out win one way or the other. All that this said, is to- 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins. Sorry, I interrupted you. What reason? Wait, hold on. Hold on, Dave. Wait, this is a good point, though. And this will go into my second pick. This is a Saturday, not a Sunday. He usually well, that's plays. Point. This is Saturday at 1 p.m. Where is Kirk? How does he is play this prime that? time? I think it is. There's no other games he's playing against. It's just him. No, that's not true. That's not true. There's a bunch of Saturday one o'clock games. And I think because it's Saturday, right. it's actually less prime time than Sunday. Yeah, there's like a whole Saturday 1 p.m. slate. I think this is, if anything, less prime time, at least as as it's it's just 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins. I think this is the same or better for him than if it was on a Sunday. Um, and more importantly, it's a terrible, terrible giant secondary that's so injured. And the best receiving core, maybe in the league, probably not. But I mean, he, Kirk Cousins is going to absolutely cut him up, cut us up. Well, I bet the Vikings and I bet the over. Well, okay. I was going to say take Justin Jefferson over 200 yards, but then you cut me off. I think the Giants is going to be bent, don't break, over hits. 200 yards. Or under hits. I'm actually, I'm actually glad that Dave took this pick because I took the opposite. I took the Giants to cover the four points. This is um, not on my slate. Oh, it's not? Okay, well, you said it anyway, so I'm still fine with it. Giants plus four. This is actually my second pick. Um, I think that's a really big win for them last week. I think that's a monster win. I think they keep the momentum going. The Vikings are, I just do not trust them, honestly. And they've been proving doubters wrong all year. I think they will only have, what, two losses so far? I think Kayvon Thibodeau has another big game. He was massive last week. Um, and, yeah, I think the Giants' bend don't break. They're not the Colts. They're better than the Colts. They're a playoff team right now. Um, and, you know, weather's not going to play a factor here. I, I think they could get Saquon going. I just don't see the Vikings kind of putting this kind of team away. I don't think that's the kind of team they are. I know they had a big win last week, this monster comeback, but um, that Colts team is is dead man walking. So I'm not too concerned about that. But yeah, I like the Giants plus four. I think they kind of keep the momentum going. And looking at their schedule, they have this team, they have the Vikings, they have a bad team, and then they play the Eagles week 17. I actually think they go two and three over the stretch. So I, I'm trusting uh, Dayball. I'm trusting Danny Dimes. Uh, and I'm trusting the defense to bend and not break and to cover the four points. Jimmy, you're talking to Giant fans. We all we all hope exactly what you're saying is true. Uh, I just don't believe it. No, it's fine. All right. Bet the weather, bet the weather, bet the weather. Second pick. Um, I'm taking the Bears. Taking the Bears plus eight and a half. Weather in Chicago is going to suck as it always does, but especially this week. It's going to be like 10 degrees with 20-mile-an-hour winds. Um, So, I mean, the the answer here is bet on a close game, bet on the Bears rushing attack, bet on Josh Allen throwing the ball to be not quite his usual self with this much wind. I mean, it's I think it's impossible to throw a deep ball in 20-mile-an-hour winds. Um, And if we're just betting on rushing attacks here, I'm going to take the Bears with nine points all day long. Um, This one I feel really good about. Dave, Actually, I like this pick a lot. Uh, well, the good thing is, wind or no wind, uh, Justin Fields now with Clay Ford again, genuinely has just about nobody to throw to. Um, 
So my pick for this game would be if you could honestly, I would make a same game parlay. Justin Fields and Josh Allen to both go seventy five plus yards rushing. I love that. Fields, yeah, you honestly might not get as much juice as I think, but Allen seventy five yards is still seventy five yards for Allen is a lot at this point. Yeah. So that should be like seven to one or more. And Dave, and, the, and Dave, and the most interesting part of it, that game is is what you did not mention is uh, that game widely determines who will be the sacko of the fantasy football league this year because that, Jason Wynn, I believe, point. has five guys starting on the Bears this week or on the uh, no, Bills. on the Bills. Yeah, he has he has both Bills running backs, and today he was gloating about how much the weather was going to help him because he has both Bills running backs. Um, while as well totally as, ignoring that he also has Stefan Diggs and the tight end who are going to get destroyed by the weather. Um, so, you know, that was picking five bills is an interesting strategy, especially when you don't take the best player on the bills. Josh Tyler Bass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right. I, was it you, did you, did you cancel the Cardinals and I've canceled the saints? No, I canceled the Titans and I've uncanceled them and bet on them a lot. I've canceled, I've canceled the saints, right? I've been pretty steadfast on like them and the Cardinals. I yeah, think yeah, we you've been both canceled the Saints when I was on. To be All honest. right, Browns minus two and a half versus the Saints. Um, mm-hmm. The Saints offense, not good as it is. You know who's not playing? Chris Olave. You know who is playing for the Browns? Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Don't overthink it. Browns minus two and a half. <laughs> oh, Lord. He's been bad this year. Deshaun has looked bad. I agree, but my, my thought is, is the Saints offense with – out Alave that much worse than the Bra- the Ravens offense with Tyler Huntley, who the Browns shut down last week. Yeah, that's fair. No, no, I think you're right. I'm just you're just dialing on Kamara. The other receiving targets at this point are Jarvis Landry and um Cooper, right? Trey um what's his name? What Smith um it's not Traquan Smith. Yeah, Traquan Smith. You know, I think it's a good pick, but I don't know. Deshaun Watson's been looking bad this year. Here's he what, James, here's what you have to remember. He doesn't need to be good. He just needs to be better than Andy Dalton. Yeah, that's true. So it's like the bar no. could be super low. He just needs to be less low. Yeah. Let me give you some weather here, because this is going to be the worst weather of the entire of the entire weekend. We're, we're betting the weather baby. this week. I'm, I'm Davey Weatherman this week. It's going to be 12 degrees with the real feel of negative 18 and 30 mile an hour winds. <laughs> it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback of either of these teams. It's going to be an absolute rock fight. This will be the shittiest weather of the whole season, almost guaranteed. You could say that benefits the Browns because they have the best running back in the league. You could say that benefits the Saints who have a pretty good rushing attack too. I think it screams under. That's what I'm taking here. The number Honestly, has the weather baked in? It's 32 and a half. That's about as low as I've seen all year. And I'm still hammering it. This is going to be like, especially with the quarterbacks, there's going to be like five passing attempts total across both of them. It's going to be like run, run, three and out, punt, run, run, three and out, punt. I think this is going to be like a 10-7 game and and you're never really going to feel threatened on this one. Under 32 and a half, hammer it. I have I have no no holes to pick in your logic other than that's just so few points. That's all I could say. Yeah, it's really low. I'm not gonna lie. Um, James, your third pick. What do we got? All right, I'm gonna go to 
the Detroit Lions. They are playing in Carolina. This line open up at Lions plus four. It has swung six and a half points to Lions minus two and a half on the road. I think this is pretty simple. The Lions have something to play for. They're playing well. The offense scores a lot. If Darnold goes down by seven to 10 points, the game's a wrap. It's over. I don't think they can keep up with the Lions. They really, I mean, I guess technically they could make it in because the NFC South has been so bad this year, but they really have nothing to play for at this point. Darnold's a backup quarterback, and I think the Lions are hot, and they're making a push for the playoffs. So I like the Lions on the road, minus two and a half. I think that this could be one of those games that is over in the first half, to be honest. Like, I think that golf could put in three touchdowns, a turnover, uh, something weird happens on special teams for the Panthers, and this game is over, you know? Um, I don't think Foreman and, and Hubbard, they're fine, you know, the, but the Panthers are, they're not to make too much of a pun here. They're toothless. They, their offense is not very good. So, um, all right. Thanks for laughing at that tape, but yeah, I, give me, give me the lions all day. I have lions minus two and a half and I had a lot of football analysis prepared, but I'm also a believer in karma. And mm-hmm. today their owner, David Tepper, uh, the Panthers owner went on CNBC and said he was basically going to short the entire stock market. Uh, and the Dow dropped like 600 points directly because of them. So a lot of people's portfolios right before the market or right before the holidays just went in the shitter. Um, fuck that. That sucks. Uh, so go Lions. What's the opposite of someone who tanks my stocks? Dan Campbell. Everybody's favorite. Every man. Lions <laughs> minus two and a half. I thought, Tepper, I thought Tepper was a friend of the pod. I mean, he didn't talk to me at all at the wedding. So, you know, as friendly as you could be in that regard. He is a friend of Bagels and Locks, though, and a nice Jewish man from 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 Livingston. So he also yeah. left Livingston for Florida, for whatever uh, it's worth. Like all nice older Jewish gentlemen do. Yeah, but they keep the house in Livingston. He just left and never came back. <laughs> well, the divorce will do that. I think his wife took it. Oh, mm. uh, Thur- Thursday is <laughs> the podcast, David Tepper. Um, anyway, right. I can't believe this opened at Lions plus four. Yeah, that's yeah. why. What were they thinking? Yeah, no, that's this. If I was paying more attention, I, I should have been on that. That's really where the value is. I'm looking at the action network, and a lot of these lines move quite a bit. Well, Lions plus four would have been an easy rat line candidate, but clearly all of the sharps were like, no, this isn't a rat line. It's just a stupid line. And they've now bedded into making a little more sense. I, I'm not going to bet it, but I agree with you guys. Panthers suck. They got beat badly by the Steelers, who also suck last week. They got beat by Mitch Trubisky. Don't just say the Steelers. They got beat by Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers. Right. No, this Lions offense is on fire. They should. They should. They should score a lot of points. Okay, Dave, your fourth pick. Boys, what are we doing this week? We're betting the weather. We are the We're weather. the weather. Yes, thank you. Who Who is the best cold weather player in the league? Tom Brady. No. It's not a quarterback. Quarterbacks don't play well in the cold and the wind. It's a big man. He's very big. He runs over dudes. You don't want to try to tackle him if it's cold out. You stub your hand on the helmet. It hurts a lot. My king. The king. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. That that took longer than I expected. Derrick Henry is obviously the best cold weather player in the league, and he plays this week, and the weather is going to absolutely suck, just like the rest of 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 the league. Um, but in this instance, you got Derrick Henry running against 
the Houston Texans rush defense, which I said this before about the Jags, and it's not it's, – it's way more true about the Texans. They have, like, the worst rush defense in the league. They can't stop the run against anybody, especially not Derrick Henry in the cold. He's going to run all over them. I don't care if it's Malik Willis or, I don't know, James' grandma or whoever. I don't care who's starting a quarterback for, for Tennessee. They're not going to pass the ball at all. Titans minus three and a half. Derrick Henry's last four games against the Texans. This is from Ian uh, Hartitz on Twitter. Twitter. 219, two touchdowns, 252 touchdowns, 212, two touchdowns, 211, three touchdowns. Oh my God. Those are like quarterback numbers. Oh, my God. But, Dave, let me ask you this. Does it concern you that this line opened at 10, Titans minus eight? Although, you know what? That's probably because Tannehill's out. Yeah, no, it was the Tannehill movement for sure. I think people thought he was going to play. Okay, yeah. And, and for everybody keeping track of the weather, this is going to be a real feel of seven and 12 mile an hour wind gusts. As a Derrick Henry fantasy owner in the playoffs right now, I'm getting moist. This is what you draft him for, right? You I'm, draft licking, him for this I'm licking my lips in excitement. Mm. Um, all right. My last pick, I'm going uh, with an underdog um, who I think is going to win outright. Eagles plus five and a half versus the Cowboys. Mm. Here's my reason why. I like this. Here's my reason why. Because Cowboys Gardner, are overrated. Yep, but to me it has everything to do with one man, and that's Gardner Minshew. Mm. Gardner Minshew, one person gave him Great. a shot, and his name was Mike Leach. Mike Leach has unfortunately passed away. He helped bury his mentor and his former coach this week. This guy is going to come out and throw for fucking six touchdowns. Gardner Minshew is going to light up the Cowboys secondary, air raid style, for Mike Leach, his fallen mentor. I like mm. the Eagles to beat the Cowboys this week. Jalen Hurts, no Jalen Hurts. If you really want to go dark with that lot, you could also take the Broncos over the Steelers for Ronnie Hillman. Um, and Or sorry, the Steelers over the Raiders for Franco Harris and the Cardinals or the Broncos against whoever they're playing uh, for Ronnie Hillman. Let's not get carried away here and start betting on the Broncos. You know, it's, it's, let's not get, let's get too crazy here. Um I completely – I'm so glad I'm on a pro Minshew podcast. I honestly think Minshew might be, like, the 24th best quarterback in the league. Like, I honestly think he's, like, a really – he's a good he's, quarterback. He's, he's better than Andy. Team. He's better than Dalton. He's better he's, than whoever the Colts start. He's better he's, than whoever the Falcons start. Pittsburgh. Like, you could name them relatively quickly. Um, Arnold. Yeah, easily. I, look at his touchdowns interception ratio. Gardner Minshew is – a good quarterback. I um, I'm actually kind of surprised that he's he's just been buried because every time he comes in, he's effective. And he's gonna uh, win this one for Coach Leach. Yeah, 100 percent agree with that. He was at the funeral. He was at the funeral. Oh yeah, six touchdowns at least. <laughs> this is an absolute lock. I actually think it's either gonna be six touchdowns or six picks. It's it's oh. either gonna be beautiful or a beautiful disaster. The Gardner Minshew experience, baby. You just got to ride the lightning. Yep. Um, all right. That's all my I got. Uh, James or Dave, fifth pick. What do we got? Uh, I'm actually on my fourth, but you know what? I'm going to do a little two for one here, and then I have a bonus pick at the end. Not basketball. Don't worry, Dave. I'm, I'm talking all I, – I like this slate so much. I was looking at it just now. It's so juicy. I'm going to go with two for one AFC West. Chiefs minus 10 against the – hold on. Seahawks in Seattle minus no that's at home that's Chiefs at home oh it's at home yeah Chiefs minus 10 at home versus Seattle 
and the Chargers minus four and a half on the road. Um, Chiefs, great story. Love the Geno Smith story. Or excuse me, Seahawks, great story. Love the Geno Smith story. Um, I think Peach Carroll is an excellent coach. It hasn't been good recently. They've lost a lot of that momentum they started out with. Um, that defense was porous. I think that this is a classic Mahomes sticks it to a team game. Um, I, I think he's going to have a big, big, big game. They're getting ramped up for the playoffs. They're getting ready. They want to show people that they're still the favorites. Um, I like the Chiefs at home to really stick it to the Seahawks. Even though I like the Seahawks, I like their story. Uh, second pick. Uh, wait, wait, Char- let's talk Chiefs for a second. Let's talk Chiefs. Yeah. Are you at all concerned that it feels like the Chiefs play a close game every single week and then they win on a last second drive? Because it feels like that's been like five of the last eight weeks. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I just think, you know, and this is just like no stats to back this up as this podcast, you know, as we do in this podcast. No yeah, we're not dorks. We're not nerds. Yeah, no, I, you know, I have a job. Like I, I have other stuff to do. Um, I think that Mahomes really sticks it to him. I just think that they're due for a big game. And I think that that Seattle defense just has lost too much. They and were, no Tyler with, and life without Tyler Lockett for Geno Smith, I think is going to be much tougher than people realize. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I think that the chiefs are, are the better team. And, you know, when it comes to around playoff time, I think Mahomes starts really picking it up. And then the chargers on the road, um, the Colts stink. They're, they're horrible. And I think that Herbert and that team have a lot to play for. They're still in the playoff hunt. Um, and he's just awesome. And I like betting on him. I like watching him. And I think that they they cover and they beat the Colts easily. I think that their season is done. Will Jeff Saturday have a job after this year? Who freaking knows? It's bizarre. I, I, the only reason I'm worried about that game at all is because Nick Foles is playing quarterback. Oh, Nick Foles. Is, oh, this line should be even higher than Nick Foles. He, I don't know if you guys remember this. Like two years ago, he was when he was on the Bears. They played like uh, – three or four primetime games in the first half of the year. He was like one of the worst quarterbacks I saw that year. He was awful. He is done completely. And this is like at least a year or two ago. So um, give me the chargers. Give me Herbert versus Foles all day in a dome too. Like they're going to be fast. They're going to kill him. I agree with this one. Regular season Foles sucks. Yeah. Um, he, had, he had an amazing playoff run. Like that's, that's awesome. He won the Super Bowl. Great for him. But I mean, is- the only thing you can say is like, is is this the week that the Colts bounce back? And like after last week, you know, they oh, rally around Saturday and they work their asses off. You'll know in like the first quarter if these guys are going to yeah. come out and just completely quit and 100%. lay an egg or if they're going to like come out firing away and cover. I don't know. We'll, we'll know like five minutes into the game. Agreed. hundred percent. All right. Is that your official fifth pick, Dave? No, no, no. Um, I don't even. I don't think I gave a pick. I don't know on that one. Um, last pick, I got. All right, Derrick Henry. We agreed. Well, mostly I. I told you guys is the best cold weather player in the league. The worst cold weather player in the league is Fresno State, Las Vegas, Derek Carr. Oh. It's well documented that the guy absolutely stinks in cold weather. He's got like one touchdown in seven games below twenty degrees. And that's exactly what it's going to be in Pittsburgh this week. Um, but I'm not going to bet on the Steelers because I have no confidence in that offense now that it's back to Kenny Pickett. Um, you don't you don't think the win for Franco Harris has any merit? They were literally going to retire his jersey this Saturday, and he died four days before. Wow. That stadium is going to be fucking 
chaos. I would it's bet it's hard just for me to believe that. I don't even know who that is, Frank O'Hara. Uh, Frank O'Harris, A. Whatever. Uh, you've never heard of the uh, Immaculate Reception? It's like that and David Tyree are the two greatest football players ever. Yeah, I didn't know who did it, though. I don't, is that, that That's the whole thing he's famous for is one play? No, he was also uh, – hey, David Tyree podcast. dies, no one's going to care. Hey, if you do a football podcast, dude, come on. I, this isn't a football history podcast. Also, when David Tyree dies, I'm going to be fucking mourning for months. That guy delivered me a No, Super you're Bowl not. Um, no, you're not. No one's going to care when David Tyree dies. Trust me. It's going to be like a tabloid headline. No one's going to give a shit. Call me when Plax dies. Oh, man. You Dave, guys are Dave, enemies if, out here. Dave, David if you're, you're talking... Dave, to I quote love your, Tyree. I love him, but when he dies, I don't think anybody's going to care. To quote your love of Plaxico, you're really shooting yourself in the foot there. Why don't you finish your analysis? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not betting the Steelers because that offense sucks. They, they only scored like 24 points against the Panthers, um, and I hate Vegas because of uh, because of how bad Carr is in the cold. So the answer here is the under. 38 and a half, terrible weather. Let me Let me get you guys a forecast here. Sorry, I should have had this ready. Yeah, I thought you were the weatherman. I know, I know, I know. Um, the forecast here, 10 degrees. A, oh, shit. A real feel of negative nine. Dude, Derek Carr's a- probably going to piss his pants to stay warm. Cloudy with a chance of a snow shower. Hammer this under. Okay, fair enough. Um, before James does his basketball pick, um, I'm going to give 30 seconds of baseball. Uh, one, Dave, I bet you were very surprised to wake up to that group B message from me the other day. Surprise is the wrong word. I was elated to wake up to all of the Correa stuff. I woke up to take a piss at three in the morning, check Twitter, and Twitter was popping off. I was like, mm, this is weird. And uh, yeah, Carlos Correa is a Met, so congratulations to the Mets. Um, and Trevor Bauer just got reinstated. I'm interested to see how that plays out in the media the next couple weeks because good pitcher, less than stellar human being. Bad guy, yeah. Yeah, actually. go to the Indians. That's like Cleveland can be the town of good players, bad guys. He was already there. That's where he started his career. Right, good point. It'd be a Uh, homecoming too. He literally threw a ball over the center field wall and they traded him the next day. Um, I will say I met Bauer in person one time at a UCLA function and was, was a decent guy in person, but. Yeah, and when you like shook his hand and took a picture with him, he was nice to you. Signed your baseball. Didn't didn't sign. Didn't sign my baseball. Did put me in touch took with your girlfriend. Indians, did put me in touch with the Indians PR guy though, so that was cool. So decent enough guy. Pretty chill. Okay, basketball go. All right, All right James. We got three minutes and twenty one seconds left on the Zoom. We don't pay for Zoom Premium, as everybody knows. So James, you got about a minute and a half of basketball. Go. I was gonna be. I was gonna pick the entire NBA Christmas Day slate. I'm not gonna do that. Well, you could um, do it, just no analysis. Right, right. Re- real quick though, I saw someone compare Lindor and um, Correa to A Rod and Jeter, and I just want to say how slanderous and ridiculous that is. That's fine. That's my only baseball take. Um, basketball Christmas Day. You know who I'm betting on Christmas Day. You know who I'm betting on Christmas Day. And I wish we record this podcast. It's a couple days earlier, so the Knicks would still be on their eight-game win streak. But you know I'm hammering the Knicks plus four versus the Sixers on Christmas Day. Knicks are fun for this year. I told y'all, I said I did not bet them. 
Uh, I did say that if the gun was to my head, I'd take the over. They're looking good. Randall's playing well. Jalen Brunson, the point guard they finally got. Quentin Grimes is a beast. They have nice players coming off the bench. Dude, they RJ. Play- RJ's averaging some good some good lines. I'm I'm okay on I'm I'm all right on RJ. He's he's all right. He's fine. Um, you know, trade possibilities are there. I like this Knicks team. They're fun to watch. Um and yeah, they're playing the Sixers. I think that they have a couple big guys who are decent to throw at Embiid. Uh, and they, they, I mean, they're just a fun team. They play defense. They play hard. In this month, they're the number one defensive team and number three offensive team. So take that however you will. But I like my Knicks against the Sixers. There you go. NBA analysis. Also, whoever took the Pelicans over that I recommended, you're welcome. We're not going to talk to, about the rest of my picks, though. My, my two piece of Knicks analysis before we wrap up. Um, one, if you had ever told me in my lifetime that I would see the Knicks beat the Warriors by 40 at the Garden, I don't give a shit that's done with that. I don't care yeah. what the context is. Or that yeah. the Nets the next night, I'll give the Nets love some, some love too, would score 91 points at the half against the Warriors. I would have gladly asked to do whatever drugs you were taking. 2022, years coming to a crazy end. Um, and I'm going to the Garden tomorrow for the Knicks-Bulls game. Um, I would take a three-way uh, points parlay. Zach Levine, Randall, Brunson. I'll even go four-way. And DeRozan, 25-plus points. Um, mm. To wrap up, Giants-Vikings under, Browns minus two-and-a-half versus Saints, Lions minus, Lions minus two-and-a-half, Panthers, Bengals minus three versus Patriots, Eagles plus five-and-a-half versus Cowboys. I got bet the weather, Jets minus two-and-a-half, uh, Saints-Browns under 32-and-a-half, Raiders-Steelers under 38-and-a-half, Tennessee minus three-and-a-half, and Bears plus eight-and-a-half to cover in Chicago. All right, I got Bengals, Giants, Lions, Chiefs, Chargers, all to cover. Let's go, Knicks. Christmas Day, 12 o'clock. I know y'all waiting for football. Just turn the basketball on instead. You can turn it off at halftime. It's fine. Christmas Day, watch some sports. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Have a great holiday.